Hello, folks. Um, we're just doing this short news items today. This is Novit Hollaback. That's Hollaback. We're going to talk about more of the news next week, but just some things that you all need to put in your minds today. What's going on in Bolivia, the rest of Central America, and South America, and Haiti. It's Cesarism in, in another sense. But with Bolivia, there's more than meets the eye, and they're not telling you the full story. And part of the full story had to do with what Pope Francis did or expected or accepted doing when he was there a couple of months ago. Then you have the situation concerning the lithium deposits, which China paid Bolivia the king's ransom to allow them to ship that lithium back to Asia in order for them to sell the lithium ion batteries we use in a lot of these computers. Turns out there is a connection with Elon Musk and his stock went up as soon as a certain deal got passed through. I have nothing more to say about that, but I'll say more about it next week. More sad news in America as another school shooting takes place. Last I heard, Several people died. Dozens injured. The shooter, the perpetrator, tried to kill himself and failed. Is now in custody. The perpetrator is now in custody. And they're looking for motives on why he did these things. Um, one of the subjects we're going to discuss next week as well is this impeachment issue. Um, as of this recording, Roger Stone is in jail pretty much for stating things that never really happened, but in certain cases did happen, and it's a whole mess concerning that. So they have put him in jail, and then during the testimony of the ambassador, former ambassador to the Ukraine, Trump made certain tweets. The tweets said they were unconscionable. It reached to a point where they said it is witness tampering and it witness tampering and witness um, provocation trying to um, 
get people into uh, um, intimidation, witness intimidation, witness intimidation. The NFL, in certain ways, has an uh, issue concerning Colin Kaepernick. On Saturday, he is supposed to play. Well, not play, but get a chance to play. And what I mean, not a, a chance to play, some office officials from different um, organizations will come and see him practice. If he practiced well, they might say, we'll talk. And this whole issue concerning him fouling, not fouling, all the rest of it would end, shall end in that particular sense. Um, in other news that is not good news for the NFL, there was a vicious assault. And I don't know what you can consider it assault. It's assault. It's assault. Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns was in a tussle with the quarterback. They won the game. That's the Cleveland Browns 27 of 21 to 7. And then Miles Garrett after a fight and there was a whole and there was a whole lot of uh making sure that no one else was injured, took off the helmet of Mason Rudolph, the backup quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers since there was an injury to Ben Roethlisberger. Mason, not Mason Rudolph, Miles Garrett went out, took a helmet, he lucky that helmet was his crown face towards the crown, towards the head. And that's the hardest part of the thing. It was foam padding on the side. So that was, that made it extremely lucky. And the foam padding is not the foam padding in the past. In the past, there was very little foam padding. That foam padding pretty much saved Mason Rudolph's life. Because the way he struck him, if it was any other way on that side, split his head open, he's dead, brains splattered on the floor. As of this recording, Mason, no, Miles Garrett is suspended for the whole year. And possibly even longer, as this looks bad. Both teams have been fined $25,000, $250,000. And there will be more repercussions to go ahead. This is it's a sad thing to see. Very sad thing. Um, one other news item we're going to talk about in sports as well is that 
CBS, with new leadership and so on, is going to air the Champions League. That's the champion, UEFA Champions League, possibly the final. It is the final. And it will air on CBS starting in 2021. And it will take place in that particular sense. So, new home for the European King, to become the European Kings of Soccer, the new home will be on CBS. Which is a shock to a lot of people thinking that it was going to be Fox again or Turner was going to continue. But it seems that BR Live, which is their secondary, which was their secondary app to Bleacher Report Live, is being consolidated by the end of the year back to the Bleacher Report Live, back to the Bleacher Report app. So within the next couple of days and weeks, the app will be pretty much connected to the video side of the thing. Um, I don't know what that means for AEW, uh, for all the other things they have, for the rest of the Premier League, um, not Premier League, the rest of the Champions League, and their other particular entities, such as the AEWs and other particular entities as well. We're going to discuss something on today's episode that dealing with this. Um, women's men's rights movement and all the rest of it, but one of the things that I'm also concerned about is the sad reality that a lot of these women, a lot of these teachers are messing around with their students. And a lot of the men's rights movements are saying that um, if it was the other way around, there would be new laws on the books, more restrictions, more this, more that, and do we have even have a semblance of rights or a semblance of justice in our society anymore, or is it really two-tiered between men and women? And if it is two two with men and women, what does that say? Y'all gonna have to explain a lot of these things now. Y'all gonna have to explain it. But some of those explanations will be done right after this on Beyond This Earth. Hey folks, welcome back to Beyond This Earth. I just want to give you a little observation here about the lies that a lot of people accept. And this is not to diss women. We're not here to diss women at all. But we're just going to talk about the things that a lot of y'all think and accept in this society. Especially a lot of you who are weaves, a lot of you who are a part of the uh, anime and a a lot of it, a lot of you who are Japanese. Japanophiles and all of and, and 
and Korean files and Chinese files and what the hell have you. You, you just love Asia, okay? And I, I get it. I understand. Um, one of the reasons why we have to talk about this is that I am an animation fan. And I see some anime from time to time, sometimes the memes, sometimes all the rest of these things and whatnot. I don't watch as much animation as I used to, and that is deeply unfortunate to me. But I think one of the reasons why is that uh, in my personal life at this particular time, it is not conducive. And the society, I feel as though, is not conducive to have an individual look into the animation world in, in an individual place where I can rest and watch these particular programs at this particular time. I feel that if I put an investment in it, I'm not going to have the investment back, not in learning about other particular, other particular opinion, opinions and observations from reviewers and all these other things i think that the whole society and um cultural um things concerning animation and um anim and anime and its reviews and its um and the way it, do it does things is um a little bit off-putting I'm not saying that the audience is off-putting. The audience can be off-putting at times. But I think the way it's being reviewed and the way it's being talked about and the way it's being looked at is not conductive to success. It's not conducive for success. And at one time it may have been, but unfortunately for a lot of us and unfortunately for a lot of uh, Americans, a lot of American citizens and those who love animation, um, it's being used as a tool. It is being used as a form of it. And there is just one company that pretty much, well, there are there is one company that runs the whole animation industry in a certain way. And there is a way and a look of animation that is now being accepted in all of the kids and regular uh kids and adult sides of these networks and a lot of this particular projects and ideas are moving away from what is a scheduled time frame to a time frame where anybody can get the content at any time and it does not bring anybody into the fore it, it, it becomes not something of entertainment, but a distraction. But I'm not going to get into that too much. It's just that I see these particular projects and I tend to look at things between men and women in these particular day and how they are being written in that particular um, sense. And so there are certain things I began to observe. And some of the observations in certain shows is that you see the men there and in one particular show, the men are doing uh, certain things, uh, you know, a tackling, if you want to put it in that particular sense. N tackling in the sense that 
Um, you have these polls there. They show it on Twitter and other places, okay? And you show these polls there, and you try to knock the other team from off the pole, and there is no protections under there. So it's pretty much a chance of strength to prevent the other one there. It's, it's certain things that they do. They still do track and field, that sort of thing, things that other students do. They have kendo and other traditional um, 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 martial arts entities, as it were, and all these other things. So you have a lot of these particular um, freedoms in these high schools over in Japan. And in Asia and in Korea and all that. I'm, I'm not saying it's all the same thing there. But yeah, there is certain things there that happen in there. But I'm going to focus on Japan because a lot of people go after Japan over the fall for the wrong reasons. You have these particular entities, as it were, there. And I'm not saying Japan is perfect. I'm not saying that Korea is perfect. South Korea is perfect. I'm not even saying that all the other Asian countries are perfect. I'm not saying that. But in, in, in particular, you still have men doing these masculine sports and all these other things there. So we go for many years and we now have a problem with marriage and finance. A thing that you have of, you have a, you've been lied to on, uh, and it may have been deliberate is that there is a marriage problem with both people who are married, men and women who are married in Japan don't have children. No, that's not true. They tend to be at average. Actually, they're above average once they're married. Once they're married, it becomes above average across the whole board. And, and you've been lied to. The population problem has nothing to do with marriage because as soon as you marry, you you will they will have children even though um, their safety net or how you should say universal health care doesn't cover pregnancy. It doesn't cover pregnancy. But you've been lied to to say they don't have children once they get married. That's not true according to certain surveys. They do get children when they are married. So, no. Y'all been lied to on that. Most of these men were out there in school. All the girls saw them. They out there tussling. Even if you lost, the girls saw them there. They were all impressed. Now, one of them caught the eye back then. I just want to ask. I just want to ask you this question. Now, one of them caught the eye. Not one. They were busy talking on the phones and shit. I'm not dissing them or anything. They can make their choice. But they at the same age. Everybody flying on top of the ring. Everybody scared. Now one of them cut their eye though. 
banging, they all begging for why a man like this, not like they were back in the day. But you were there back in the day. Not one of them cut their eye. Not one. Well, maybe they grow up, all these other things, and they're not the same way that they get. Of course they're not the same way. They change. People change. That's true. But not one of them caught the eye when they were all in the same age and all in the same age bracket and all in the same school. Not one of them caught the eye. I'm just asking. Or some of them did. They didn't want to say nothing. They don't want, they keep going back to the same person. They refuse to be with that person. But you keep going back to them. Similar to what's happening in the United States and the rest of the West. Folks, I'm going to let y'all in on some sad realities. <clears throat> I'm going to let y'all in in it. They don't care if y'all do that. If they're, they, they love it. They, it's entertaining to them and all the rest of it. But years ago, there was an article that came out about how women viewed themselves when they were younger, when they were in school. And they had this list of eligible bachelors that were connected to powerful families all across Japan. And they put out this list. And if you weren't in the list, they weren't after you. And this came during the time with the whole the cuteness and whatnot. A lot of our um Cosmopolitan elite cultural zeitgeist when it comes to the usage of Halu and Harajuku culture with the heavy pastels and all the rest of these things. And you see it in the new Shira series. You saw it in. Even Steven Universe, you see it in other places. And in other works from Rebecca Sugar's works with Steven Universe and the rest of them. And you see the high pastel colors in Tumblr, the, the Tumblr-esque era, the new-ish Cal Arts era. That a lot of this usage of this particular culture of the kawaii culture and it was influ and the influences they put in the United States they got the wrong idea about it because it wasn't feminist per se it was to get the what they perceived to be alpha males that was the truth because if you really saw it that way then a lot of things a lot of the usage of these colors and these the and the art and their influence as it were from the they, they used the influence said it was feminist it wasn't really family feminist it was for just a calling card connected to a woman's future opportunity with a man 
who his family is rich and they believe that if he is attractive and they will marry into that family, she will be taken care of. This is, has been going on ever since the occupation ended in 52. It, it had been going on since then. Similar idea happened in Korea. Get with the richer guy, work hard, do well in school. There's a little bit of a Catholicism into it, a Catholic thing plot in that with the um, prot with the Pentecostal thing they have there as well, and somewhat Catholic aspect of it, and the deeply conservative morals and morales of Korea there, but it's pretty much the same thing. They use that hollow culture as a way of these women with the me-cutes and the rest of it to get alpha males, both in Japan in one sense and Korea in the other sense. And the way Westerners turned it around and made it into a feminist thing really opens up a lot of people's eyes about actual, true cultural appropriation and how that cultural appropriation when misinterpreted and misused and ultimately denigrates both the view of a culture both in the sense of the way ja the Japanese and the Koreans are being viewed because a lot of Hollywood uses Korean culture as a bulwark against Japanese culture because they were been rivals for years and obviously they were, they were rivals for generations for years, for generations upon generations. And they use that them against them because they have connections with Hollywood and all the rest of it going back from the 1970s onwards. And so one of the reasons why they use they they they, they use one age they will use one Asian country to get over the other Asian country. Sometimes they they now they're using China to screw over. Let's say Singapore. Or. They use, or sometimes they use Japan to go against themselves. But you now understand why they lied to you about all these things. But the reality of the situation is, and you see it in Korea, and you definitely see it in Japan, is that, and a lot of the anime I also see talk about this, is that a lot of these older women go out and get try to get with these younger men they couldn't get in high school because they have not matured enough and they have a a, a skill set of an adolescent, a skill set of a 16-year-old girl. Some of them will have a skill set of an 8-year-old child. And that is extremely dangerous. That is extremely dangerous. In fact, it's worse in the United States. Because we have a lot of women who have been going through abuse and go through a lot of things and have no way to get over that abuse. I have no way to say that I have survived this and there will be more problems with this particular thing and all the rest of it. But I cannot continue to blame men or mistreat men or to make men look stupid 
for abuse to happen with another individual, a whole set of individuals, does not mean that a man is going to do that. But the unfortunate problem is, is that, and a lot of people don't understand this, and what, why they have to ban, why they have to try and hurt anime in a, in a lot of ways is because anime opens up a lot of the darkness, not opens up a lot of darkness, but showcases a lot of this darkness and showcases it to light and showcases the sicknesses a lot of these women have. Some of it is somewhat, in some ways, are a part of missed opportunities in their life to better their lives. That they feel as though they don't have to work. That they feel as though this, that, and the other thing don't have to happen. That everything is given to them, and in certain ways, they want to be objectified, but they want the objectification coming from that particular rich man and all the rest of these things. Then the disappointment took place because of economic problems in, in Asia, especially in Japan and South Korea. And they got disappointed in those men too. They thought that, oh, we just have to work, the men have to work hard. I only have to do is learn how to cook, this, that, and the other thing. I have the money. I get to dictate what happens in the family and all the rest of these things. I have now power that I no longer have in other places. That I don't have an education per se. That I don't have in other places in my life. I finally have a, a, a reason of being in all the rest of these things. Even so, if you really want to look at it, a lot of these women, especially in Asia, especially in Japan, look to these other places and whatnot, and they are looking for that relationship. And there aren't, and a, and a lot of them are honest about having children. <clears throat> now, don't matter where the man come from, wanting to have children, wanting to raise children, it don't matter. It came out of me, I'll take care of it. The studies prove it. That's why in many different way, in many ways, a Japanese woman outside of a lot of places, outside of a lot of societies and whatnot, a Japanese woman, an Asian woman, raised by a good family, knows how to take care of herself, has great friends good connections, nice job that will allow her to experience life, able to do all these other things. She has enough of a support structure, have enough of a kindness to have a man come into her life knowing that he has the frame and she looks up to him to have that support structure and bring him into that support structure. So he can lead the family. That she is willing to give up a lot of other things because she respects that man. They're willing to do that. I don't see that in a lot of other cultures today, especially in America. I don't see that. That's why I said 
I'm not here to diss no woman, but I'm here to state the facts, the unfortunate facts. There are Asian women, there are other women in other countries who came from other countries, came from hard times. They are willing to have whatever support structure they have, and they're willing to use that support structure when they're with a man that they respect and they want to be a part of his life and compliment his life to not bring him in, but make him a part of that society, make him a part of that life. And they're willing to be married and they're willing to have children and they're willing to listen to him and willing to allow him to push himself forward on his own without any other con consideration to all that, and they're willing to go with him wherever he needs to go. And, and then we'll give him enough of the trust to allow her, her to do the things that she needs to do on her own, knowing that he will come back to her. I mean, that she will come back to him. I don't see that in a lot of other places in this country. I don't see that in a lot of other places in this country. And that's deeply unfortunate. And they use a lot of these tricks and tropes that they learned from Japan, or it was learned or taken from Japan by osmosis, indirectly and directly. They use this type of mucusia to, to hide a lot of the insecurities and a lot of the, the deficiencies they weren't taught as children, as teenagers, and most importantly, as adults, to not only take care of themselves, but to bring value not only to themselves, but ultimately, if they wish to, bring value to their partners, especially men. And if they're not interested in men, especially to other women they might be attracted to. They bring no value other than their bodies in this Western culture a lot of these women have. And you're seeing it today in Hollywood where half of this business is basically here to promote those that have basically no talent and have basically given themselves up at 35, 45, 55 years old to something that does not exist. They just don't like men anymore. And it expanded into a lot of the Asian cultures. The unfortunate, sad reality is, and I'm not here to diss any Japanese woman, any Asian woman, any Korean, anybody that, I'm not here to diss anybody. But I heard stories of these models when they out there in other Asian countries and 
all sorts of workers. They out there and they see this young dude and he is curious and they just say, come in. And it's sad. Oh, he's just growing up this, that, and the other thing. Oh, it's just the rest of the world. The rest of the world different from what America is. That's exactly what it is. But what is America? America is different from the rest of the world. It has to be different from the rest of the world. You want to make it like the rest of the world, then you're going to have problems. Especially with a people that believe in God and believe in the rule of law. And now they're wondering, does the rule of law even exist anymore when a woman hurts their own son? A grown woman go after their own son. You don't see in the black community. Black community, get on it. There's a video out there of a 21-year-old who said he went after his 13-year-old kid, and then that 13-year-old, and then the 17-year-old sister went and attacked that 21-year-old, smacked him up up her side her head. Oh, he looked cute. You didn't know there's a problem with that too. I'm not saying that it's happening. I'm saying there is possible. I heard stories that this is happening, but. It explains why you have issues in South Korea with many of these um with many of these K-pop stars. And they in it. Both sides. You have women out there during conference shows with a lot of these young dudes. I don't want to say that a lot of these um, models, gravitor models are in that dead stuff. I don't think they are. But I heard rumors that they go on to these beaches and they come around. They don't like these old men come around there. So they see this young strapping boy and they say they play with the dude. And I'm not saying it's right. It ain't right. But it happens. That's why I heard from the stories. But years ago, they saw these young dudes running around doing the things they've been doing for 200 years. With the whole polls. They're trying to knock themselves out of the polls. Y'all just saw this entertainment. But I'm just saying to myself, they out there being strong. Not one of them was in. You were not in. I was just talking to these ladies. You were not interested in none of these dudes. Knowing how hard it was going to be for another motherfucker to be in your life and to have children and all the rest of it. You just going to blame economics? Whole economic situation was bad for generations. Until recently, like in the 80s or some point, they were still marrying, having children. What's going on? Oh, we can't blame social media for the problems. Now they're beginning to realize that social media wasn't a problem. Okay. Then what did it do? If it wasn't the problem, why are they removing likes if it wasn't the problem? 
You're dealing with broken societies. That's what it is. A lot of it is broken. But Japan and in as certain aspects South Korea and in certain aspects Singapore, certain aspects Taiwan and Thailand. I say Thailand, I mean. Not Taiwan, but it could be there. They all are not as broken yet as the United States is now. Or Europe, or uh, uh, aspects of Europe and Australia. I'm just letting y'all know. Y'all can't tell me different. Because I don't know. I, I look at it and I see, is this the way things are now? It can't be the way things are. Then everybody going to be screwed. If this is the way things are, they just going after these young dudes. If I have a son, I'm scared to sh I'm scared shitless. Because they going to be acting like some sort of way. And I have to train, and if I have a son, my son has to be confident, has to be strong, has to do all these other things, and then I'm going to have to teach him he has to be careful around these sick-ass hoes who don't know shit, who's still trapped in a sissy on my dick and some rich dude, rich young dude going to come up and save him. And they still talking about this until they 45, 46. And I'm like, what the fuck? Sorry. It's just, you know, something for y'all to think about. We'll be back right after this on Beyond This Earth. Hello, folks. Welcome to Beyond the Earth. Haven't been sleeping under a rock. You should have heard the news recently about a young man who was trying to talk to a female and he had somewhat of a conversation. No, this is in the Daily Mail. And they had some sort of a conversation leading up until touching her on the arm. And then she said she didn't want to be touched. And he said he was being awkward and all the rest of these things. And it just went from there to all sorts of craziness of who's doing this and who's doing that and whatnot. It's becoming apparent that it's a gigantic um, problem. this social awkwardness that we see around a lot of people the social awkwardness is getting out of control and it seems like people don't understand it well I have to tell the truth 
even though it hurts a lot of people. Hurts a lot of traditional conservatives. Hurts a lot of people who want to believe in something higher than themselves. And I do believe in the same higher than oneself as well. But we have to see the reality of the situation. You go through the studies they've been talking about social media and the way they're not telling us the truth. And you have to realize that our society today, unfortunately, whether y'all like this or you don't like this, whether you can succeed in it or don't succeed in it, whether all of y'all can figure this out and whatnot, is that our biologies have been hacked. You can go read the book, The Secret Military History of the Internet by Yasha Levine, and it will tell you how Charles Murray and a lot of other people connected into this internet game. We're using this technology as a form of genetic control, if you want to put it in simple terms. And now, that reality has now exposed itself to the rea- to this particular nonsense that we're listening to, to that, that we hear from the Daily Mail. And it has become sad. It has become much worse than you can possibly imagine. It is a sickness that we cannot solve because it's up to women to take care of that problem. And it looks like they don't want to fix it. I think that our generation, unfortunately, is too autistic to have such a relationship based out of desire. I think one of the major problems that a lot of the older generations are not understanding, especially within my own family, especially within a lot of your families, is that the way things have taken place, and they don't see it, and they are in a semi-feminized look into the whole relationship game. Even a lot of the red pill, those connected to Royal Tomasi, even he is explaining that uh, in the past, a lot of the things were red pill. I mean, blue pill, excuse me. And it's become apparent that people are not understanding what is really going on. And the older generations, and somewhat Tomasi too, because there are those who do not accept his theories on this particular instances between how men and women react, even though a lot of it makes sense and can be proven and can be backed up by by the social sciences that are actually using mathematics and so on, actual studies actual mathematics if you want to put it in that particular term that they don't understand how society has changed so much and some of the blind spots may be because of the way a lot of these children grew up in that society before all of this 
was showcased. And now how they're figuring out how the past was and all the rest of these things and how more sane it was in the past. But it may not have been been insane in the past. We don't really know because we don't have that data. But if we do, but some of us have data going back years and years and years, decades, centuries even, and we know what happens. So something's up. Not everything was wrong. Not every single tradition that we that a lot of the Westerners threw out in America, UK, and other places were wrong. Not all of them were. But they threw the baby with the bath water. They threw it out. And th- the disaster you see today is apparent. What you also see today is somewhat political, but not totally. And it is affecting how we see ourselves as men. We're now having people coming up and say, we're Toby again. They want you to act as Toby. If you're African-American, you know what that name Toby is. That's what most of these liberals are doing right now in front of our faces. And a lot of us don't see it. And a lot of us should be ashamed that we allow the word Toby to come out again out of the mouth of people that should know better. A lot better. But I see it. Is that a lot of women today do not like a lot of men. They have never, they never have. 80% of the women today do not consider any man, a lot of men, 80, no, a lot of women today do not consider 80% of the men that live right now as viable for any fucking ding outside of kissing their boots if some of them offend them or putting them away because they scared them because of looks, because of weight, because of all sorts of other things. And it has become apparent that, especially for a lot of men who have gone through divorce, especially a lot of the, that a lot of these women were abused. We have to emphasize with that. But the unfortunate thing is, it doesn't, even if she could get, even if it is, she got to get over that abuse, and a lot of them don't. And a lot of them will be stuck in that place for a long time. It reaches to a point where you have to understand that all of these things that they now accept, the um, the cat mom, the dog mom, the whole the rest of it are ways to cope with abuse. Not only from other men, but from family members, from life, and all the rest of these things is a form of coping mechanism. Even Rolotonasi said they would rather work 16-hour days with bosses that do not care about them on with work that is beneath them than to ever deal with a man like you if you are considered in her eyes a beta male. 
So I ask this question, how long are you going to stay in a society that doesn't give you the authority nor the possibilities to even raise a family, especially now that the only hope that you have is with some other woman who may not be of weight, who may not even carry a child, if not that, who may already have a child with another person and only wants you to gain resources for her to take care of the child of another man which you don't even know and knowing the facts of the matter is that not all the time but if a woman has children that are not biological parents and the mother continues to date a lot of men. Those men tend to be men that will go after the females of that particular that the the daughter of that mother of the dating mother. So with the start of divorce being starting up of no fall divorce and them going to different things, we begin to see where this, the abuse started because outside men are coming in and like, look, this ain't my child. It's somebody else's. And he may be only coming in for a couple of lays, like, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And the abuse start from there. A different man comes into that child's life every freaking time. How does that person feel? Now, not all men will do that sort of thing. But we lived in a society back then. Yeah, okay, somewhat acceptable now. She moved on. She got another. But it's like three divorces, four divorces, five. Of, it reached a point where it became a game, a charade. <clears throat> Came a game of charades. You can't have that. You can't. How can you be? How can you accept it? And now you coming into this society, especially now, and they see you as what they see you in cell, vol cell, what the hell have you? And then you expect to fall and succeed on your own merits. When they give you all the responsibility, but not the, nothing of the authority to succeed. When are you going to figure out that this society does not necessarily want you? When are you going to figure that out? I know why LGBT succeeded. All I had to do was to read a letter they wrote back in 1977. A transgendered woman wrote a letter back in one of those gay magazines. And they were saying this in 1977. 
every single man, there was all sorts of masculinity then. All sorts of masculine archetypes then. Back in 1977. Chap. Bruce Lee. They were doing the Kung Fu fighting. Shorty Chill, but all the rest of them. You know who they are. But in 19... Oh, 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 Robert Blake! Damn, son! What they were saying back in 1977. In 30 years' time, the game is over. You know what they said? They said... In, in that letter. Y'all ain't shit. Y'all treat men like shit. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the other thing. This may have been a localized thing. But they were saying all this crazy shit back in 1977. What are they gonna do? And then 30 years later... They're saying the exact same things. They've been consistent. Consistency wins out. Whether you like it or you don't. In this country, they want you to be one way. And you don't have the resources and you don't have the connections, and you in a debt and somewhat dead-end job where women want men to make more money, and they still, and they have articles that say we don't have no marriageable men because they don't make enough money. They're on the door, and we can't respect them. It don't even matter about that. Even if you're on the door, you can still get a beautiful girl. They just don't come. Even if you get, they don't care. They want immediacy and spontaneity. And you can do that in spades. And I know a lot of motherfuckers can. I know I have it. Are they even worth it? Are they even worth it, your time anymore? If they going to be playing games like this, like they do in the UK with this young man who's awkward? As fuck? Victim of divorce? I'm going to tell you the sad reality of the situation. LGBT won the game. They won. They convinced a lot of people that taking up the ass is fine. But you know the sad truth is they're almost right. I said almost. You know why they're almost right? Because once someone gets over their pain, some it only takes one. Only takes one person 
to give of himself only takes one. And in a lot of these communities, especially in the streets, it only takes one. It only takes one moment, that spontaneous moment, that somebody did that in in that particular way. And they can finally have release. And when you get that release, something changes inside of you. I know you traditional conservatives don't like to hear it, but it does happen. And you try and you pray about pray about the defending against it in the whole nine yards. There's nothing to defend. There's nothing to defend. This is the reality of the situation. Someone that looks like he has no chance in this world. Somebody came over and looked at him in a different way and in a different fashion, even if it was for him to get him off. Do you know what that does to a person? You never really listened to that, didn't you? You never really realized that. Somebody looked at that person in a different particular perspective and it changed his whole his whole view of the world in a second not two days not three days not four days it changed his view in a second and he ain't coming back and a lot of these men are going to see that choice as a viable option instead of getting dolls and all the rest of these things, and the whole robot thing, and the whole AI thing. Because traditional ways of doing marriage, of courtship, and the whole nine yards have been thrown for the wayside because the emotional ideal has been feminized, whether people like it or they don't whether it has been acceptable to your heads or you don't. And the fact of the matter is, you cannot complain about degeneracy when the authority to carry out the responsibilities that we have as men has been taken away by a society that has given the power of the purse, of the vote, of the legal apparatus, and of the future aspirations of family life to somebody who is legally, a female who is legally not able to do any of it, but has been given the power from it, from the same, from the state and from society. I want you to know how dark that is. For a lot of you men, those of you who say they are smart, you have to look at the situation at hand and you have to say they don't have it no more. If you know you have it and you know you have the skills and you know you did, you have to go for a little while. You have to leave your home. You have to travel beyond your borders in order to become... In order for your biology 
the part of you to be satiated. Not since tourism, no. To find somebody to raise a family with. You're going to turn this place into a prostitution paradise. You already see here. Red man, uh, the, 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 the red pill, red practice, um, rational male, rule zero, doesn't matter. They don't see it. They're turning this country into a prostitution paradise. And you are going to create more losers than you have now, more insults than you have now. Oh, he's not an incel. If he pays for sex, no, he's worse than an incel. He's worse than an incel. He's a slave owner. You fall aboard to end slavery. He's a slave owner. He is a slave owner and a slave buyer. Slavery is coming back in this country. That's how I feel about it. If it's not desire, it is slavery. And I do not want to be an enslaver of women. I want women to desire me. But if they're not capable or not able to, then I understand if a... I understand... If men do those things, but I understand this, you can't be a part of a church. You can't be part of these religions that said this not right. You can't be a part of it. But make this clear. A lot of religions have left you behind because they allowed these women who have done all sorts of shit to come back in the church and say we are forgiven, even though... They have children out there and they have not convinced the father of their children to come back and raise these children as a family. So real reconciliation can begin. No, they convince somebody else who don't got a child to go marry someone with children to take care of another man's kid. To other men's children. That's what the church does. And it is a mistake and a shame. It's heresy to be real honest with you. To enslave women for your prostitution, John, pimp, whatever. For the women to come back with all different things without reconciliation from the father, the actual father, and then for the churches to convince these men who don't have no children, who's struggling in life, to go and marry these dudes so they can be accepted in society. That's not a church. That's horseshit. So I understand. But it's just let it know it's wrong. I just let y'all know it's wrong. But I understand. 
because somebody saw you for the first time in your life and may have actually desired you, even if it is for the wrong fucking reasons. And you have accepted it because you this world is so hard to get. I understand. Y'all got to figure out what you're going to do and what you're going to do in life. That's all I got to say about this issue. We'll be back with more of Beyond the Earth right after this. Back on my bullshit again on the show Beyond the Earth. This is Noved Hollaback. That's Hollaback. Ask yourself this question. Do you love yourself or do you really want others to figure out a way to love you? What is this movement ever since you've been born in trying to love yourself? You cannot love others if you don't love yourself. But then they tried to confuse the issue. The question is, who really loves you? And it becomes very little. Too small. Then you want to be accepted by a society that wants to destroy you. If a society didn't want to destroy you, it wouldn't destroy you. Wouldn't attack you. It wouldn't put you away. It wouldn't banish you. It wouldn't set up bombs to make sure you're blown up. It wouldn't set up traps to make sure you're in jail. But this is the society we now live in. Either you accept it or you don't. But if you do accept it, you know what's going to happen. You know you've been tempted. And there is no way out because your churches and your synagogues and sometimes your, your, damn, sometimes your synagogues, churches, and mosque don't even want to deal with the reality of the situation at hand. A lot of women have decided to go on feral and they don't care. And society and our government and governments all over the West placate them and said this is the way things have to be. No, they don't have to be this way, but now this is the way they have accepted it because the state has become the father of the motherland. The homeland, the father of the homeland, the father of the motherland, the father of the fatherland the state has become. Y'all know! They, they want y'all to sin. And they gonna put you in that sin and they don't give a fuck how it's done. Y'all know! They messed up Christianity from a long time past. And I mean farther than you can possibly imagine. They gig, jig was up. Jig was up. They told you. 
We're just waiting for the rest of the evidence to be showcased. When the rest of the evidence is showcased and see what the game really was about, y'all motherfuckers gonna catch it. But a lot of you dread said, yeah, okay. We still gotta believe. Okay, we believe. We believe and we will always believe. That's not gonna change. But there is so many heretical bullshit that I'm seeing right now, especially at all these places. Islam, Judaism, Christianity, Baha'i faith, Buddhism. I see so much heresy in all different religions that it has become apparent that maybe these religions have been used. Maybe these religions were copes from a previous time period. I don't want to say it yet because the evidence isn't shown yet. But once the evidence is there, the game is over. I'll let you know how it is. But now, I want to tell you who loves you. Because I'm going to let y'all motherfuckers know. Especially a lot of you women. Y'all don't like men today. And I get it. And it's National Coming Out Day. And I get that too. As I'm doing this recording. I get it. We're ugly. You're scared of us. We're too big. We're too fat. Too chunky. Not enough meat in our bones. Not enough strength. Not enough will and character and all the rest of it. We're not fighting for the future of the earth and all the rest of it. You're not going to spread your legs until the earth is saved and all the rest of it. I get all that. Listen, dear, I'm going to make this real clear. Biology hasn't been defeated. No matter how much we try, biology hasn't been defeated. You won't see that do either a Ronan Farrell or some Bishi boy or some ba Baku Bakagu looking dude or some me or uh, not Miata because y'all hate Miata because he's too horny or uh, uh, some other dude from ice and all that get your pussies wet I and y'all gonna say those are the types of men I want to see in this life fish looking men with six pack ass Chippendale dancers Taylor Lautner, Robert Patterson, blah, blah, blah. He won't touch me. Keep, uh, uh, um. Ooh, my goodness. Keanu Reeves. Can y'all wonder when you look at Oval, you say, how dashing these men are and all the rest of these things. Then y'all come up and say, oh, look how pudgy and beautiful young Tony Soprano is. Look, I'm going to make it clear. And then I hear about Ted Bundy fan bases growing every day. Charles Manson growing every day. All this shit growing every day. And as soon as a beta male walks your way, you want the police to come up and stomp them out of their misery. 
I heard the stories of the Iraq war with a lot of women, how they cheated on their husbands while they were out fighting a war. I heard all about that and how it was hidden and then the children of those children may not be theirs. I heard those stories too. And I'm not saying all women do all these things, but they are capable of doing it. And a lot of them, especially in our generation, have made that mistake. Made those mistakes. And have come to the churches and the synagogues and the mosques for forgiveness. And to try and convince those who are trying to get ahead in life, trying to survive in life. See, you were a good boy. She is a do the right Christian thing or the Muslim thing or do an orthodox Jewish thing and, and put this girl into your arms and marry her and make her a better woman. But, you know, you got to figure out a way how to keep her and all the rest of these things. What kind of nonsense y'all try to play? This is the reason why our religions are failing. The placating of the bullshit. Even self, I'm not even angry so much as the whole thing with the churches and homosexuality because that's a hypocritical notion. I understand why they say the things they say in the church. I understand they completely. Understand it completely. Even agree with some of it. Because a lot of them do get to go too far. But the church failed its own constituents and its own people in this particular concept about the widow or the divorcee and the children that are not with the biological father of that particular child or fighting against that. I overhear conversations certain times about how fathers are trying to get back to their biological children every single day to be with them so they can raise them. I'm going to be real honest with you ladies, and I'm not being lying, and I'm not trying to imply anything or whatnot, but it, it reaches a point where you go out every single day and you go with these men out there, and you see these dudes with the six-pack abs and the nice looks and all the rest of it, and all the rest of it. At this particular point in the game, you working 16 hours not to get married to these fake-ass motherfuckers, these dudes with the Trump hats and all the rest of it. You know, why in the world? And I mean this, I honestly. Why in the world? Are you still straight? I mean, just be honest with me. Why in the world are you still straight? There's no reason to, if you love men and then you hate men and then, why are you still straight? You can't trust men, you went that day. Why are you still straight? Why you still need somebody? Why are you still looking over your shoulder and saying, where's the men? Did men scare me? This, that, any other thing. You have children already. Why are you still straight? I'm just saying, there ain't no man for you. And in other social science research, women hate each other women. 
for why is the but the hatred of the beta male so much stronger? Why are you still straight? And I don't mean this to say go into sin. Nah, I won't do that shit. But why are you still straight? If you're not willing to stay with the guy that you really want and desire with, even if it is in a lustful mood, and because you're going to have that same type of move over and over again at certain times, and you only pine for that particular person, if you're not willing to stay with that particular person because of his own issues and whatnot and don't like whatever it is, why are you still straight? It, it reaches a point where you it, it, it's self-defeating. And I see this to a lot of men, and I'm and I said it earlier. Look, it's not about women because any a lot of women can become a lot of women can get pregnant we saw Amy Schumer get pregnant and she's just like the worst of the worst some man so weak in his heart so down in his luck could ever figure out this woman was actually pretty and give her a child. I'm just like, where's your self-worth, man? There is none. A lot of men have lost their self-worth because the society has told them you are worthless to us. Every single issue we have, millennials are not giving us the money. Millennials are they, they, No, 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 the system's not working for you. And they just want to destroy you. Why? Somebody made a statement and it is kind of true. And after thinking a lot about it, it has it makes a little bit of sense. Homosexuality isn't a choice. That explains Amy Schumer right in front of the bat. How Amy Schumer can have children. How a man can be so low in stature and mind to do that to a woman that isn't even worthy or even being spoken to. Let alone have work, let alone have jobs. How a man could stoop that low to buy bath water from Baladathine. This dude said it. Homosexuality isn't a choice. Because if it was, a lot of men would be doing their best friends and not worry about it one bit. So homosexuality isn't a choice.
I think I thought about that. And then I realized something is being forced upon us for no other reason. But a survival mechanism in order for us not to commit even worse tragedies upon ourselves. This thing could all change. And a lot of people don't understand all of this can change. If people who said they are smart have the education to move on and move forward to other places in the world. There is even a guy who comes up and says, look, you love America and all these other things and whatnot. And a lot of people has gone through a lot of shit in this country. But he doesn't see humanity in a lot of American people. That's his opinion. It's not mine. But he says that maybe people have to go to different places around the world in order to figure out how to be human. And it rings a lot of truth. Because I don't see a lot of humanity in the West, in the UK, in America, in, in Canada, and maybe in a lot of other places. I don't see the humanity in people's hearts. A man should not have to leave his own birth home. And we have too many people. And a lot of the issues with the Muslims moving out is because all their dowry money is too expensive. That's the basic reason why we have the tragedies that we have in the Middle East. Because the dowries are too uh, 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 expensive. And the dowries are too expensive because something happened. Well, there, there's going to be a day I'll tell people about that. The dowries have become too expensive. And that's why all the things happened in the, uh, uh, in the Arab Spring took place. That's where it happened. But folks, you shouldn't have to leave one's place where your family is, your support system is, and all the rest to go out and find the way in order to continue your own legacy. In a biological sense. You shouldn't have to be doing that. But some have. They've been successful. They have raised families successfully. In different places. Some have brought them back into the United States. Such as Dave Chappelle. And had many children. Those of them that have worked hard. And now he sees what family life is. Bill Burr did the same thing. Because what we see here today is the failure of our societies to raise our children, to raise children correctly. And now we see the result. A 19-year-old boy is considered a sex offender in the UK. Because he held a woman's waist for three seconds. In any other place, 
if any other man look differently, it will be completely different. And it's sad. We'll be back with more of Beyond the Earth right after this. I don't want to get into a discussion about youth. I just want to ask you a couple of questions for those of you that know because y'all been in the YouTube channel and I'm not YouTube channel. You've been in the Twitter handle and you've seen some of my retweets and some of my non-retweets. They deal with sports, all the rest of these things. I retweet them just to retweet them, not as endorsements of such. They're interesting modes of discussion. People need to ask themselves. That's all. And when I do tweet, it has to do with what I have seen and my observation of this. Whether people agree with it or not, it doesn't mean I agree with them. It means it's an observation that some people have to look at. I don't have the answers. But I may made a comment a couple of months ago that a certain YouTube, a certain poster on Twitter made a comment about how sexuality is formed in the modern era since the 1950s. And it was absolutely fascinating to me. And one of the steps he showed me in one of the assertions that got into my head is that rebellion, youthful rebellion, rebellion of teenagers, that they're looking to rebel against the system and all the rest of it. And that the only form of rebellion comes through eroticism, sexuality, and libido. But this is kind of made muted, made into a ritual of some sort that is controlled by society in a sense. And then one of the observations I made, interestingly enough, when I connected the observation about Paul Tomasi and all the rest of these things in that sense, one of the assertions that I figured out is that society has given the rites of, patches, rites of passage of men into manhood to females. And in one sense, they gave it to 16-year-old females of any race in the West, in Western cultures. Regardless if they were first generation, second generation, doesn't matter. It was just given to them. And they are initiated into masculinity from that particular sense because a lot of people have made the observation that we have over-feminized society. And one of the ways this over-feminization showcases itself is with the rise of all these particular things with the LGBT, 
I'm not here to talk about that because that's pretty much a somewhat separate issue. But when it comes to this, initiated in the form of speech they need to take towards fe towards females and other men in a submissive fashion to take the voice and the acknowledgement acknowledgement of what females do is more important than what male do men do the blank state equalism that has been permeated because of the mishandling of Jung's teachings or the misinterpretation of Jung's teachings, which was a offshoot of teachings from Freud and so on. And the way that we come about raising boys, especially in this country in particular, and how things have become more weakening, participation trophies, all the rest of these things, in a form of trying to hide dark triad emotions and how we can and how it is not sublimated or integrated into the person in order to become a better man. That it has to be turned around and made into a aspect where if he uses those triad actions in a certain way to get him out of trouble, he might go to jail in that particular sense. The rise of gangs, the rise of all these things, the rise of um the particulars in society all comes from the fact that they have given the Rights of passage of masculinity to 16-year-old females, especially during the time prom season, junior prom, senior prom. Because that is the first time in the concept of the day that sexual relations happen. Usually, it is being given that emphasis that that weekend after prom that they go into the beaches and all the rest of it for the weekend. And in that time, if they are together, if they're both near the same age and whatnot, it's happened. It has been accepted as basic reality in Western culture, especially in America. But giving that emphasis to that girl especially we, as we know in social sciences that she's only starting to begin to understand what her role in society is, is extremely dangerous. And it's because of this extremely dangerous aspect of rights of patches given to that particular type, especially to a child, by law, she's a child, it gives an undue impression that everything that she says goes, and especially if she has her own dark triad entities 
and emotions, she will use it to abuse men. Because she said she was the initiator man and now she knows what a man wants and what a man needs. And he is supposed to get what a girl wants and what a girl needs because he's been initiated in a subconscious level to what American society is. I don't want to get into too much deep detail on this. But one has to wonder. Is this the right way to go? Especially in this Me Too era where even a look from a person that does not fit the standards of what women think a man should look like will send him to prison? Should we really think about all of these things should they even be co-ed schools? Should there even be uh, any sort of um, working relationship between men and women? Should they have their own entities, their own places to go? And men have their own places to go. Because a lot of the complaints I'm seeing in a lot of male structures is that women go into these male spaces unfortunately and they muck the whole thing up and then they complain about the mucking up of this saying that it was their fault in the first place because they didn't initiate this particular thing but you have a society that says initiate men into society through your own body how can a mainstream society that's already overly feminized, gives such power to those who are not even capable at this particular time to have the responsibility of doing that or should have never had that responsibility in the first place. That is a dark question to have. Because it goes into the very things and the very problems we now see. We have given too much power of the state, of men's emotional uplift, and freedom to become whatever man he wants to be. We have given all of that power up to mothers to sisters, to girlfriends, wives. They have been given to them in a silver platter by the state. And there's no way around it. And now the state is collapsing upon itself because someone has stated that I'm not going to play by your rules anymore. And everybody's gone crazy. It has become a disaster, as you have seen today, on how men and women relate to each other. It's become a disaster. And a lot of people are going to have to come to terms with the fact that men and women are different. 
and they have completely different needs. But the truth is, men and women, if possible, we're not sure about that anymore. I'm not sure about that anymore. If possible, go together better than they are apart. But the problem is, the, will this society allow that when there are different ways that women are not treated in the same ways punishment-wise that men are for similar crimes? That family law is screwed against a lot of men, which is true. And men don't always win the case. Very rarely, if at all. That women, as much as we respect our mothers, our sisters, our aunties. That their own issues may have imprinted on a lot of men and made them into such weaklings that they can't go out there and become successful. And that imprinting needs to be released in different ways. That that same imprinting, when realized that it is wrong, but they don't have the mechanisms emotionally to solve these particular problems, they go to these particular groups. And they are satiated in certain ways by the actions they take that a lot of women have been abused and have made their decisions, life decisions, based on that abuse. And have not truly confronted that abuse. And may never because it might lead them to suicide. That they're truly broken and there's no amount of a relationship between another human being that can solve their problems. Uh, is, are men going to realize that a lot of females today cannot be in successful relationships that they could raise children? Are they really to really to recognize this fact? They are lost to the streets? Because if they're not ready to recognize the fact, and the churches, and the synagogues, and the mosques are not ready to accept that fact, that they're lost to the streets, and they're lost to whatever they're lost to, That you just can't bring them back. 
They've already distanced themselves from God. Or whatever one religion you believe in. That they can't come back. And if they do come that they hurt, not heal themselves. They hurt the populace with their sicknesses and their weaknesses. That it would have been better off for them to stay out there That in some way, in a very strange light, they could heal themselves inside that darkness. Are you ready to accept that fact? That some of them can never come back? That this is who they are and they have accepted it? Once people recognize this, they will realize that they have been the ones they have been looking for all along. That God, in, in, in religious terms, that God has been waiting for them and they're ready to come home to the people. Ready, not to, to ready to come back home to him. That they're ready to do the right thing. That they're willing to be their mental focal point of origin. The imperial self that they have been looking for. And ready to face the world. And ready to face this darkened society and take it on by the horns and thrash it down like it was meant to be thrashed down. That is the only hope that we have and that only can happen one of the major ways it can only happen is a focus away from the internet and a focus towards outer space towards space colonization towards space exploration. That is one of the ways out. That's one of the ways out. It cannot happen. Society cannot be fit. All, I'm going to say this later on in the future, all of these things that Rollo Tomasi is talking about, intersectional dynamics and whatnot, all the things that other people are talking about, they're talking about how the society has degraded and how our morality has been used as a cudgel against a lot of men to continue to make this society run 
because they do not want to see it fail. Because if they did see it fail, it will show their inadequacies. That's the reason why both the feminists and traditional conservatives are in the same boats when it comes to how they deal with men and masculinity. And one of those aspects is putting children on a pedestal they should not be put in and is the incorrect pedestal. The pedestal they should be put on is the pedestal of protection of the next generation of human beings who are going to put a little bit of their spark in this world to make it better just a little bit just a tiny bit but it is enough to make the world better what we have left it or it has been left as that's all that needs to be done and the way to do that one of the ways is to place aspiration in space colonization we'll be back with more beyond this earth right after this don't never try to act like you didn't do it you did you did she said she feel like you disrespected her she disrespected herself she disrespected herself Gentle ducks, welcome to Beyond the Earth. This is Novid Hollaback. That's Hollaback. I want to discuss something concerning about Jay Z selling out. Jay Z selling out, it was going to happen. Let me explain something to you in a musical context, as you, as it were. Do you know that the majority of a lot of Jay-Z's samples comes from Broadway, um, comes from Sinatra, comes from a lot of other places. And so, him being 50 years old and all, you know, he needs to look at new beats, as it were new opportunities as it were uh something of the nature of how do we say this in very simple terms you know more theatrical more uplifting that sort of thing trying to uplift the people as it were and uplifting the people not that simple when you don't got a lot of music that, you know, kind of dampens the mood or uplifts a certain type of mood, like his earlier discography, as it were. But one of the reasons why Jay-Z made the deal with the NFL is that if he's going to make new music, he will have access to 
the music that the NFL uses for their championships for their 100 season, and he will be allowed to play around with that music. That is the one of the major reasons why he made that deal. One of the reasons he made that deal is that everybody that works with him now gets those samples. You see, so this is a business deal. He not only took the bag, he took the samples. And the all he has to ask is, Mr. Goodell, can I use your samples? And say, we all good here, just don't curse on them. We got it. That's all he has to do. He can sample the whole thing. And it is easy to sample. Everything he did was to make sure he stays musically relevant at 50-something years old. 50-something years old. Now, Damon Dash had two interviews. One, both of them with the creator of No Jumper, Adam-22. And in those two interviews, one with Damon Dash in his brand new swanking studio, which Mr. Zoe Williams and others will use in about four and a half, well, is already using at this particular time. He mentions in in one of in the interviews there that Jay-Z is going to do what he's going to do. He takes the battle. Is everybody surprised about this particular issue? But one of the like I just said before, some of it is for the samples of those music that they want to use for his future albums. Now, will other people agree with it? No. Is it something that is going to be with you? No, but he may have access to that. This is why you folks better realize that did music that is done on the sense of they, they actually did an article about it two and a half about three and a half years ago about these about these music, what we call elevator music, is not really called elevator music. It's just called theatrical sounding music that they use for news broadcasts and news items and whatnot. There's even a whole site where they talk about the old, where they have samples of the old uh, network news items that they use. And it's pretty much... Open source and free, even though you kind of never have to pay for it, is in this legalized international gray area that people have been, you know, kind of playing fast and loose with the rules. Now, they exist in that particular area. I said, why? And one of the things that the article stated is that Beyonce has used some of this music from these particular places, such as um, uh, um, I think it was Grim. I don't, I don't remember the names at this particular time, but they use it for newscasts and all these other things. And so they use these particular things, even five seconds of a song, twenty seconds of a song, and then it's like, oh, it's a brand new thing. But no, somebody has been working at it for at least six months to eighteen months to a year, and. They put it on these websites where Warner Chappelle puts it on this website. Now Spotify holds a lot of them. Uh, and when all of these websites come out, 
I mean, when all of this music comes out, sometimes a lot of these younger cats go into these sites knowing that there is a, a passion to these songs that they will use it and they will try to stripe a little bit out of it and then set up the rest of the beats coming from that one, from FL Studio, Garage Band, that particular place, and so on. So we might hear a beat that, you know, is disconnected from the whole industry that they're working on, and they insert that particular beat, and then somebody's saying, wow, I never heard it this way, because the whole rap industry is about the sampling game, as it were. And Jay-Z, in turn, is going to use these musical interdictions and interspersals that they use for the NFL and all of that because it represents glory. It represents a, a, a high standing, that sort of thing. Even Self, he might have, he might go to the studio visit one of them, do some business with them, and he wants to hear how they do it. And so he just, you know, uses these particular things and whatnot and say, oh, I'm going to use this as a sample, I'm going to use that as a sample, I'm going to use that as a sample. But here's the... I don't want to say this is a... a slide against the whole rap industry as a whole. I don't want to say it's a... I don't want to go against it because there are different strokes for different folks. But it, it is surprising to me in this age, and it will be even more explicit when everybody goes to Japan for the great strip mining of cultural... Interlude 2020, Japan, how you doing? I see a lot of those theatrical musics that you see in them video games. Can I use them for a sample, please? They strip mining. They got the hard hats. We're spelunking in the place. We're going to go spelunking. Yeah, there are actually video games where you go spelunking and find for treasure. They're going to go spelunking for them treasures. It is going to be a damn massacre over there. But let me explain why. The reason why I say these things is because in music, in a lot of places, especially in a lot of these schools, they're not as taught they do teach classical music. They do teach different types of music, dance and all the rest of these things. You have schools that do particular, all these particular things, but they do not connect. I, I feel as though there is a separation between the history of the music, where it comes from, the, the, how this music was formed, the people around it, their histories and all the rest of it. So there is a connection to that past. 
And a lot of people don't have that understanding of that particular aspect of where that history comes from. That is a disappointing, that, that's disappointing. And everybody saying that it's new and all the rest of these things are doing themselves a disservice. A humongous disservice to themselves. Because here's the thing. You might hear a beat from a classical... I think I think Empire showed this in the early first season and the early second season about Jamal that he wasn't always with the brothers. He will always go towards something different that he does. And that is what it endeared me to him because he was not always in the business of, you know, I'm only about this culture. I'm always going to be looking around for something new in the, in the music field. That mindset of that day made me love that particular character, Jamal, in Empire so much. And I hate the way they did him like that later on in the other series seasons. Because that type of mind is very rare to cultivate it. Especially in an industry that kind of says, you know, you can play this, do this. But we don't understand where it comes from. But it just sounds good. No, you got to understand some of the history before you use it. And then... Maybe when you do use it, you might introduce them to different styles of that music. Kanye West did that in different ways successfully. And you cannot take that away from him, ultimately. But a lot of people just put the name there just because it sounds nice. Fine, but you have to understand there are going to be people that are going to look at this and say, mm, why is he using it for? He don't understand why he's using it for. But it's getting the club jumping and all the rest of it. EDM is another particular thing which comes from disco, which was in an original work that usually had a lot of connections with the black community, with the black music community and a lot of those in the LGBT community back in the 1970s. And they were in a little bit of a tug of war with the punk era and all the rest of it. And the punk era sort of won, but ultimately lost. But EDM, but the disco era sort of lost, but then got transformed into EDM, which transforms into the all, all these other things with the Yamaha, with the Yamaha, uh, um, with the Yamaha key, electric keyboard. The YM80, which led into the Machines, which was also made during back those back in that time. And a lot of the Japanese influence started to come in with the City Pop and all the rest of it. And now you're going to see the resurgence of City Pop in 2020 when they do the cultural spelunking. The Western Cultural Spelunking Corporation. Et al, etc. Electric Boogaloo. Incorporated. That's what they're going to do. So, that's one of the reasons Jay Z did the things that he did. Another, re but there are problems with it. I just mentioned one of them. 
the forgetfulness of history. The other reason, which is a little more sinister, is that Jay-Z gets to wear the clothes of how he got in there as a sort of a um, signifier, as it were, that we're all together in this, in this new centrist position that the NFL, the, con, the, the confederacy of the NFL, I know I said it right. You you just heard that right. The confederacy of this team, you know, controlled by 32 men and the one man that we just put him on, the CEO, it, you know, we put the Jay-Z in there, you know, it's all nice now. It's all nice now, but you know, you young ones, right? You got to wear that suit and tie. Why Jay-Z don't got to wear the suit and tie? He's the exception. My goodness! I see right through you boys! It's not bad enough that you don't treat a lot of your fans who are white with any due respect, NFL, especially with the whole is this a catch? Is this not a catch? With the whole this and the other thing, and especially with the how we handle. Um, the CTE question and how do we handle the NCAA and drafts and the multiple things with different leagues popping up and how they are handled. It's not about that as well. It's how you going to get your future stars to come over and respect you. Because here's the problem that I also sense. You can't tell a young man that Hey, this is the way I dress, and he dressed the way the same way too. But you now telling me I got to wear the same things Goodell is wearing in order for me to get a job in your social justice programs. I got to cut off my dreads. And then, but here comes Jay-Z. He looked like one of me. But because he made the deal, he gets to wear the way what he want to wear? But I gotta wear the dreads and the tie and all this. I understand there's discipline to all that. But you think that it's about, you know, setting a good example. Discipline without setting the example for discipline will ultimately make you look stupid and give power and authority to those that don't yet have the responsibility to carry out that authority. Do you get what that... And this is what happens and why things continue to fail. Because it takes one to step up and say, this is the way I dress. I dress the same way as you. So we are all in this together. We don't just say the same things that got Bill Cosby in trouble. Because Bill Cosby, the reason why he's ultimately in prison is because the judge stated that Bill Cosby can't be talking about morality in turn due to the fact, can't be talking about people uh, having babies and all this in turn while he's drugging up women in this and the side, send him to prison. He's being a hypocrite. You don't send a man in jail for a hypocrite. He got in trouble for other reasons too. That's understandable. And the whole 14-year-old growing whatnot, which ultimately 
put him in prison. But a lot of this thing stems from the fact that he was complaining about the hood and the way it acts towards men, towards women, how women act, how the hoods women turn as acts towards men and that, and that sort of thing. How men and women relate these days. And now Jay-Z is saying the same exact things that Bill Cosby is saying. He's not getting in trouble. He can wear whatever he wants to feel comfortable. He's now shaking hands with Goodell. We're not sure if he talked to Colin, if he didn't talk to Colin. Oh, he did talk to Colin, but it wasn't with his wife, with his girlfriend. All this particular shenanigans that everybody plays. Dame Dash pretty much said the money men destroy culture. That's what's going to happen to Japan. Ultimately, soon, the money men are coming around because they got nothing else to sell. And Jay-Z now has taken the bag. And ultimately, it's because the deficiencies in education is now, we are now, we are now about to suffer that dislocation, especially in America, concerning entertainment, writing, video games, that sort of thing. The deficiencies are starting to pop up. And once those deficiencies start to pop up, you're beginning to see why all these technologies are starting to fail. And why all these technologies are now being, have to be protected. Jay-Z took the money and now in the sense of doing the right thing and trying to get people to do the right thing is saying backtalk to the realities of the situation at hand. Because now it's not about this and it's about learning. But it's about learning how not to set up the same generation to go against again. Oh, we're now against the Doherty and all the rest of these things. That's just the wrong way of going about it. But that comes from a little bit of, I'm not going to say ignorance, but I'm not even going to say he doesn't have the knowledge of it. I'm saying that he is not duplicitous, but indifferent to the plight of what's going on within the community. And then he sets up something in the sense that, oh, we got to go to the New York conservatism, the ties and the suits and the boot and the, and the shoes and the nice black socks. And get everybody ready. We're going to see Mr. Goodell. Say hello to Mr. Goodell. Greet him, please. Shake his hand. But he gets to dress in all types of old man clothes. You know, with the long ass book, with the long ass um Tim's and all the rest of it. That got to the urban nines. Signify. I'm the new kid. There. I'm bringing glory back to the hood. Y'all have got to be careful, especially in this era that of the duplicity of a lot of these people in this industry. Y'all got to be careful because this was only may have been only a charade and somewhat calling. You see, 
he need a plan, whatever. I agree in certain sense, in some sense, nobody should be disallowed for their political beliefs. Unless those political beliefs, well, let's put it this way. No one should be disallowed from work for their political beliefs and whatnot. Ultimately, they're playing a game that will lead into even greater disasters. And you can't have that anymore. That is because it is simple to say, how can you have all these young people dressed up and all these other things? You dressed up like what they saw you, the danger man, the man who's going to do these other things to get everyone else hurt or something of that nature. And then you go tell them, suit and tie, all the rest of these things. You see? And then they do the suit and tie thing. And they do try to do the right thing. But life throws them curveballs and you never gave them the opportunity to get out of those curveballs. You never gave them the the structure inside those programs that you're setting up to get them out of that particular situations that they go through. You're not there, and your people are not there always to be there at a moment's notice, especially at times when things get really, really tough to do the right thing for them and help them out in those ways. You ultimately have built them up to throw them down. And then when somebody really, who may not have the same type of discipline, but will give them a lot of what we consider socialized candy. Put them into their little charade. And then they get into things that they shouldn't be getting into. They will agree with everything they said because that is the only person that helped them. I want you to understand that's the danger. We will continue with Beyond the Earth right after this. Welcome to Beyond the Earth. Nova Hallback. if you haven't read the article that I did for... Substack and GuruGothic.com on the blog page concerning No Jumper and Adult Swim. Make sure you read that because this is somewhat connected with what Jay-Z is doing. I want to talk about this a little short and I didn't want to make this too long. But I just want to say a couple updates and some things that people need to recognize. First off. No, Adam doesn't like TMZ, even though he does TMZ-like things. No, I don't think he likes them. Um, two, uh, Jason DeMarco has left some of the thing concerning with the new Adult Swim singles program to Scarlett and three other people as they're more closely connected with Warner Chappelle 
and they will be doing the more of the work and he will be doing life curating in the future they're setting him up to either become the full president of Warner Brothers Animation fully to take over Sam Register or they're going to ask him to do some other things as well um, we're not sure about that yet um, <clears throat> we're gonna have all these other things to be done in the future concerning um, discussing some of these projects as well. Um, I don't think people really understand what is going on uh, concerning these two entities. Um, there was cancellations done with their new uh, November 17th, second edition of their Adult Swim concert. Um, Del Nas X and another, uh, one was out, but, um, they were able to get Cupcake back out of retirement, um, after this whole Lizzle thing has come out, and she and Lizzle taking over, might be a good thing that Cupcake does come back in some way, um, in other particular news of that nature, um, No Jumper is still working on his own, uh, signature um, things that he does for um, the concert series that he somewhat somewhat produces with uh, um, these with, with others so in all of that particular sense you're beginning to get a sense that a lot of the industry is going in different directions and some of it is going to be acerbated by the changes they're going to happen in YouTube and in Spotify and in a lot of the streaming services. Now, there is no such thing pretty much as a streaming war. There is such a thing, unfortunately, however, as a lessening of the products. And what is happening is that, uh, interestingly enough, and somewhat connected to Spotify and other they're all becoming lifestyle brands. And this is partly the reason why the politics of the day is connected to what they watch and all these other things is also what I've been, I said uh, about yeah, last week about birth to death model um, that they were doing, and especially with YouTube. You're seeing aspects of that being used in this particular instance concerning um no jump not no jumper adult swim and uh and the rest of their pro and the rest of their products and hbo max and what is going to happen is that hbo max is being used to make sure that hbo is free to these subscribers that's why they doubled the the content production and double the rights to it because they know that if they can get people to watch HBO Max, it will be done. They're also working with Comcast, so they will have a uh, both uh, Peacock and um, HBO Max, and then they said in 2021 an ad service based one will be available for a certain amount of money. Disney also owns Hulu ad service as well, plus Disney. Plus, which is not going to be ad service, still going to be semi-premium. And they use this to sell for a year 
um, um, Apple using it to sell Apple Plus on their phones. So you're buying uh, television product with their phones. All of this ain't going to matter in the future because once this um, ACD, uh, ATC, EC, point 3.0 comes out within the next couple of years, it isn't going to matter whether they get this stipend there, they get it from the internet there, or a cable box and all these other things. All these OTT channels that you see now, when they get serviced by the internet, you're going to pay a fee. You're going to pay some sort of fee or some sort of bundle. And nobody's going to know the wiser because they say, oh, it's going to be free and all the day. Some of it will be ad serviced. Somebody came up and said in an article that I've read that it will be $200 billion worth advertising all across the board. And subscriptions cannot cover the cost of what they want to sell. They have to sell an ancillary product or an ancillary service for people to get into the streaming service. What does that mean for the value of entertainment? Nobody wants to just tell you the answer. No one wants to tell you the answer, folks. I think the, the reason why no jumpers is seen is because they're getting to... Uh, Adam really gives a damn about what happened in the... Um, what happens in the in the hood in the streets he cares he cares about the history of the business uh and it's a very rarity to have a caucasian male to really care about that thing really care about our industry in that sort of way that he's willing to talk to the old heads but jason demarco's willing to do the same thing too but now his power has been diminished in a large company and I think a lot of people don't understand what type of things are happening right now. You're seeing a change of the powers that he has to people that don't understand nothing but technology in, in certain ways, eroticism, not even pornography, fetishism and eroticism, not actual pornography or sensuality you're beginning to see that transition and that change over and it's being seen in a feminized light so what you're also seeing is a weakness in certain projects and that that, that tsunami and others are doing in that particular sense you're also seeing that they're using jill b they're using all the things that are considered to be cosmopolitan mainstream but still indie stuff like an anapapura or all these other things you're seeing that a part as well as the Katrina collection being a part of a whole uh, ecosystem of HBO go HBO match in order to support HBO as a whole HBO is becoming a lifestyle brand but Toonami is the brand of lifestyles He's the brand that brought a lot of lifestyles up and created a lot of these things that we see today. So I don't understand why Jason DeMarco 
doesn't see in certain ways that a lot of the people that he supports and trusts no longer see the same vision that somebody like a no jumper and somebody like a Adam 22 might see in about a few months, a few years from now. That's all I got to say about it. We'll be back right after this with an on with the continuation of this long story and other things as well concerning Jay-Z and others after this. Say it with me, folks. One billion dollars without Chinese assistance. Let me say it one more time for those in the motherfucking back row. One billion dollars without Chinese assistance. The lowest budget film ever to do it. Keep crying. Keep crying. Keep lying to yourselves that we think we need anybody else to make films. Keep lying to yourselves. I just, AT&T just made a billion dollar profit. <laughs> now watch all these films come out. You people are dumb and done. One and done. One and done. They couldn't believe it. It wasn't supposed to happen. It happened, folks. One billion dollars without Chinese assistance. First R-rated film to do so. Oh my goodness. What that tell me? What that tell you? It hit a cultural side, guys, folks. You gonna see more of this type of work very damn soon. They found something to save the film industry, and if they don't use it, they all gonna suffer. More of Joker's unbelievable rise in upcoming episodes of Beyond This Earth.